episode 200 of the Edible Valley podcast. This week, we're celebrating the Edible Valley. Do you ever wonder where your food comes from? That's what got us started on this adventure. In each episode, we ask experts to weigh in on the food topics that matter to you, from growers to producers to chefs. And I challenge John, Darren, and you to learn more about your food and the stories behind it. From our hub on Vancouver Island in the beautiful Comox Valley, join us as we explore our edible valley. And a very good day to you. I can't believe we're finally saying this. Episode... Come on, guys. 200. 200. Wow. We Dar- are... <laughs> Darren's full of the energy right now. I can see it right there. He's like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not... Yeah, that's just full disclosure. Darren, what's going on? Come on, let's interrupt this. Uh, talk to me. What's going on, Darren? No, I... Uh, nothing. I just haven't had a lot of sleep. I guess I was doing some pre-partying for oh. Edible Valley's 200th yeah. episode. Yeah, this is, and so yeah, it, this in this glitzy showbiz life that takes up a lot of our time. But no, we are we are ready to go. It's, Let's open the bottle of champagne. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Pop. Yeah. So with this in mind, we've got a great episode today. We're gonna be talking about ourselves, though. We're gonna mm. be talking about Edible Valley. We're gonna be. We've got a huge list of every single episode we've ever done and look we're not going to talk about every single one but we want to run you through the highlights the things we learned the things we enjoyed and we want to thank you so much for being part of that journey i've been privileged enough to be part of it for a really small amount of time um but in that time i've learned so much from our listeners and from you gentlemen as well i want to give a special mention to blaine we've got a chair here for you mate (laughs) you're not here right now but you you are in our hearts and there's a chair for you at the table because you are a critical building block um, of Edible Valley. It would not be where it is without you. So you are appreciated and loved and we miss you. Um, so without further ado, yeah, let's start talking about Edible Valley. Well, let's introduce ourselves. Of course, I'm sure. Chef Jonathan Fraser. Yeah, I'm uh, Darren Howlett, um, co-host. I just co-host today. Just co-host today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm William. I am the producer. And this is the Edible Valley Podcast. Let's Episode do this. Episode 200. Yeah. Wow. <clears throat> Who knew that when Blaine came to me, he's like, do you know what a podcast is? And I looked at him completely blank face and said, no. <laughs> when was when was this like 10 years ago? This was uh, 2000. And what do we look at? 2012. Yeah. Jeez. Wow. So we're talking London Olympics. <laughs> Queen, Queen Silver Jubilee. God, yeah, I forgot there was London Olympics. That's they <laughs> yeah. left a good impression. That was a really good impression on me. I guess um, I was too busy doing the Edible Valley podcast. Right? Like, yeah, it's amazing how <clears throat> how things have changed and and how this podcast has evolved over the years and yeah. how I have this awesome team working with me. Absolutely. <laughs> well, I mean, back in the, I mean, it, yeah, lots have changed. Uh, but you look at those first few episodes, or rather, listen to those first few episodes, and. They're so different than what we do now. I mean, uh, back then they were what hour, two hours long, dipping deep, deep, deep into one specific aspect, and mm-hmm. uh, and yeah, and now I feel like we've got these very sort of concise, focused 
prepared episodes <laughs> more than sort of the re- rambling and meandering around from before. So we're talking 2012. We're talking you, John, and uh, and Blaine. Darren, when did you come into it? What year are we thinking? Uh, it was in 2012. It was the end of 2012. I came in on as a guest in that first year. And then um, uh, like three episodes later, I started subbing in for, bit, for Blaine. Right. And yeah, within a few episodes, well, I, was, I was just permanently replaced. Him. It's funny how small this world is because Darren <clears throat> yeah. came in as a fill-in because uh, yeah. my boss and chef, uh, yeah, our Walt St. Pierre. Our current boss <laughs> at that time Legend. was supposed to be a guest. And he had to cancel. Like he, It was the last minute and I was literally at work. He sent me a text or no, he didn't. He never yeah. sent. It was an email. Yeah. <laughs> and then said, I can't make it tonight. I'm really sorry. And I was like, oh, who can I do? And then I looked at Darren and I'm like, hey, Darren, you've got a sushi company going yeah. right now. And he's like, yeah, I'm just building this Camembento. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, what you doing tonight? <laughs> <laughs> And that's it. Justin. Yeah, and John and I, even more so, I think it was proximity that kept me back in for, like, that brought me back in as a guest host in that I only lived a block away from John. So when all of a sudden, same thing, after that episode had gone well, I'd said to him, hey, this was a lot of fun. If I can ever be of help again, let me know. Um, yeah, and then after, uh, I guess, Blaine wasn't available and he was like, hey, Darren's right around the corner. Let's see if he can sub in for Blaine tonight. And then... From there, it was, yeah, I've yeah. been on ever since. And wow. it's it's funny how it all started out, because I guess we could dive into a little bit of sure. our recording studios over the years. Yeah. Because it's changed quite a bit. Yeah. So where, where was the first one? So the first one was, the first one which never aired was in Blaine's back what? room. There's a secret first There's episode? A, well, it's been Episode long. zero? Blaine, Blaine may have a copy of this, but it was never oh. uploaded to anything. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, well, it was a great one that we... Did we do it? Well, we did it in his kitchen at his house, and all you could hear was... Mm, <laughs> of the uh, his fridge, his refrigerator, oh, and right. so they mm, shut off. And we're just right. like... So we did this, and we felt... Really, it was horrible, right? Like, it's the right. two of us nervously talking to each other. No chemistry at all. <laughs> And then we listen to it, and not only like the first time listening to your own voice, which is painful it's to listen horrid. even yeah, once you yeah, get yeah, into yeah. it, it was all of a sudden hearing this motor grinding in the back. So yeah. that was, we're like, so we're heartbroken. So we're like, okay, let's start over again. So you, you had an idea of how you wanted it to sound. We did. We had an idea. Right. We had a dream of like we wanted to talk to people. It was all about introducing the people that made food in our right. community so mm. that you we would know who they were so yeah. it was so you had that personal connection to who the chefs were who the farmers were who the producers yeah. were because blaine was like i don't know any of these people and he's like why should i shop local like that was our whole thing was really that was to the impetus. promote yeah to yeah shop local which that is, was the first ever um yeah motto for, uh, why should you shop local? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about it. Yeah, well, that was just it. It was like, but if you know these people, yeah, right? yeah. yeah. So then we moved to the back room, mm-hmm. and that was a great, great episode. And then, uh, then we started heading out, and we started doing it remotely. And so I can't even remember what we used for recording devices. Yeah, I think we used like an iPhone or something, or a oh, computer yeah. with a. A snowball microphone. Oh, I remember that snowball microphone. Yeah. And yeah. then we did uh, recordings at, um, oh, the Halstead Farm. Right. Uh, what was that other one? There was a, 
I should have it right in front of me. Oh, Brian McCormick, we had come in, who was who was my neighbor at the time before he had started Clever Crow, yeah, the Salt, right. and the Farm, and all that. Uh, and then, um, oh, we had uh, the Nook family, which they were talking about commercial fishing and stuff like that. Oh yeah, and we did that at their house, so it was that was kind of fun. But we realized like the quality was horrible. Mm. Yeah, you couldn't control it. We at all. couldn't control it, and like people were fading in and out, and. So then Blaine put a message out saying, can someone help us with our podcast? And that's where Drex contacted us. Who right. Was, uh, God, I don't even remember what his position was. But he was working for Jet FM and yeah. he was doing the shows. And so he brought us in for a meeting. And so we're kind of like, we're laughing a little bit because this is a meeting to talk about doing a podcast at a radio station. Right. None of us have experience doing this. Like, right. We're like, I'm just a cook in a restaurant. I guess I was a chef then, but yeah. I, was, I was just stepping into my own and I was like kind of nervous about this. Anyways, he's like, he bought on. He's like, okay, well, I'm going to produce these shows for you. And so right. you'll come in, we'll use my equipment, we'll record and it'll be great. And that's when Darren stepped in and we started doing a whole bunch of shows and yeah. it just became, became just part of the thing. Yeah. And part of the deal too was for me at that time is I was cooking meals. So I'd cook dinner. For me oh, and Blaine, yeah. we would that. we would meet up at my house, have dinner, and I would cook something, and then we'd take take a plate to to Drex at the the radio. That stage. was part of the payoff. Was oh. he, he was getting chef prepared meals for in exchange for booth. Yeah, so that was it was a lot of fun because then we had some food, some recipes, and yeah, stuff like yeah, that. But so. you know that was kind of all consuming. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I imagine. Wow. And then after that, what happened? Oh, then. Drex left and went to Vancouver and yeah. his career shot off and uh, he's doing great over there right now. Right. So, and that left us with, um, and that's when I said, well, maybe I'll just rent some equipment yeah, and set up in the basement. And so, yeah, we had a little, we were off for a few months and then me and Blaine started going and then Blaine uh, started getting into the paleo thing. Right. And so he really wanted it to become a paleo do paleo farms and yeah he was looking into oh, permaculture and permaculture and, that was the other yeah, yeah. and I, a paleo diet and permaculture and you know power to him he he got inspired by um some of the people that he was interviewing and decided to make some really significant life changes which i think is i, I think that that right there is um exactly why we do the podcast shine some light on mm-hmm. on other ways of you know yeah and um, I think, I, yeah, I thought that was brilliant, but it left you without a co-host. Yeah. And then so Bla- or Darren's like, my turn. <laughs> <laughs> Great. So, yeah, that's where we set off. And we did a, a couple episodes. And then Darren was like, oh, when I owned the bar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're not allowed to do that anymore. <laughs> Sorry, I had to bring that into yeah. this episode. Forgot He's like, that. I had a sound guy. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's where that came from. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, and I said, let let me, um, I had a couple of different sound guys, and I said, oh, I have this one sound guy that is currently got a, a space where we can do sound. I forgot all about that. So, yeah, so we contacted James yeah. and uh, went out to Studio Live, and, I mean, we ended up doing almost 100, I think literally just shy of 100 episodes yeah. at Studio Live uh, for they, a couple of years. And they were fun, and, and yeah. it was nice because we just had to show up there and... And yeah. talk, and then James took care of all the recording and yep. and organized all that. And yeah, it's kind of shout out to James too. And I, I, we haven't really given him the props. He was, uh, I mean, he was paid to be there, but he also helped us along quite a ways. Yeah, we started working on. We've got a couple of videos that we did with him mm-hmm. that were. 
that were fun. Uh, nothing that we ever published because yeah, they were was... they were like test test bed. We we tried out to do. I mean, let's just get into it. If we're getting into Elbow Valley, yeah, we tried doing a couple test shows to see if we could make video content, uh, cooking show for uh, Edible Valley cooking show. And we, I don't know what we were going to do with it, YouTube or something, maybe. Yeah, but I think that was our it, it just wasn't working there. Like, it wasn't the right space for it. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a music studio stage. Yeah. Which right. was a lot of fun. And it had all the cool cameras and set up there, but there was no equipment. And so it was a little... Like, we'd have to run downstairs to get water from the only sink. Yeah. In the- <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, really we was. just realized it wasn't the right space for it. Yeah, and I think we did a video. We were there. We, we recorded three hours of footage. Oh, yeah. And then I went back and looked at it and I was like, I don't even know how to edit this to make it sound good or make it look good. Like it was just. I do remember, though, that we had our we had all of our kids uh, in. They were our our studio audience for that day. Yeah. (laughs) And they they ate like kings. That's what I remember is you just kept making food, making food, making food. And the kids are just eating and eating. But so that was that was sort of what came out of that. But it was fun. It was fun. Little uh sidetrack a little uh experiment in something else that who knows we may end up revisiting someday you know the other fun thing that What's you've probably forgotten about and i just forgot about until we're just talking you know mm. we started doing live shows what we did remember we had um bc meets uh jillian oh um, yeah 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 i'm flipping through episodes really quick here trying to find it uh, anyways, but we sat down and we talked about, uh, I'm going to find it here in a second, mm-hmm. but we started, we brought in, uh, the chef's association. We asked them to come in as a live studio audience. So That's we had right. 25 people. And so we had a great conversation with her and then we had, um, oh, what was it? Yeah. We had a great conversation. Mm-hmm. Then we had the guests from the studio ask questions to her right. about wow. BC meat. Whereas, and- I mean, I think as a listener, you probably don't know the difference between something that we, us sitting around a table and talking and having a live studio audience, the big difference is uh, we can edit out anything that we want to. Yeah. Right now. Uh, but with a live studio audience, uh, it's a it's a performance. You're putting on a, you need to engage those people in yeah. that moment. And uh, it was a little more difficult and you didn't really have room for errors. So yeah, yeah I forgot about that. That was great. That yeah, was great. And I, I feel like we did a couple of those yeah. where we actually invited a couple people in there. Yeah. And it was, it was kind of fun, right? Like mm-hmm. it was nice to have people there. And then mm-hmm. we had other dreams of doing a cooking cooking show and having people there and selling I think, tickets. I think the underlying theme is that we really enjoy Edible Valley and we're always looking for which ways we're going to expand it. But I think that we can come back to that uh, later on in this episode because I think that there's you know some of that churning in the background right now. But um, let's jump to when Will came in. I mean, we've left yeah. Will out of the conversation we'll, here. We'll throw Will because Will. Well, I'm relatively late to the party. <laughs> well, this is the, uh, timeline wise. I think that brings us up to right around when you came in. Yeah, but so I was 2013. Mm-hmm. I uh, moved to Canada on a working holiday visa, mm-hmm. and I got told ages before I even moved here go to the Atlas Cafe because they are amazing, great family, you know, massive staff retention. They've got servers there. They've been there 20 years. Go to the Atlas Cafe, which I did. And that is where I met uh, both of you, actually. So Darren, you were one of the servers there at the time. And John, you were were head chef there at the time before you Mm -hmm. went off to locals. And so... 
I was aware and I was interested in media and broadcasting. So I was always kind of meaning to say, hey, can I be a mm-hmm. part of this? And I remember when I returned as a student four and a half years later. Um, yeah, because you weren't here for you were only here for a, yeah, a year. Well, I wanted to come back as a landed immigrant. Yeah. And so and I, I had some things I wanted to learn. I wanted to go further into the kind of the hospitality industry. Yeah. So I put those two together. I and I and I did those those things, which is where I am now. Um, and and I said to John straight away, I was like, oh, um, yeah, can I join your podcast? And also, can I have a room in your house? <laughs> <laughs> that was a funny because that was the day I was like, oh, uh, so I need to find a job <laughs> and I need to find a roommate. And so I typed it in there and it was like. Yeah. Will's like, I'm your roommate. <laughs> yeah, I remember. I was in the Atlas when I answered it. JP, also who who was the gentleman who came in and did the, oh, uh, the drinks, yeah. cocktails, and he's a legend of that. And uh, I remember he said, he said, I don't know how to do his accent. Yo, Will. <laughs> John, you remember John? He's looking for a roommate. And I, I literally dropped everything and ran over to the back, wrote to John, and this was just as the virus was hitting. Oh, wow. And... And so I wrote to you and you tried to palm me off. You were like, oh, let's wait until all this virus <laughs> stuff has passed. Well, oh, I'd yeah. still be waiting. Yeah, yeah. How, how's that room going, John? Yeah, yeah. And I, and I basically just said, John, I'm moving in. I think yeah. it's to yeah. that extent. I was like, this is going to be here for a while. Intuition. Yeah. Hashtag intuition. Yeah. And, and, and uh, we moved in. And I think the first week I was living with you, we went to Costco, bought one of those giant 10 kilo uh, Cheetos bags. And we were like, well, this is our life now. Yeah. And when, can I say this? When, no, I'm not going to say it. But when uh, certain parts of our bodies changed because of over Cheeto consumption. <laughs> sure. We decided that we were going to stay in the workplace. Yeah. And we had a, a great year of doing the podcast, living together, bonding. And right. That is when I got reacquainted with you, Darren. Yeah. As well. And it's been an absolute pleasure. And yeah. the emergency kitchen. We did all of that together. Yeah. You, know, the emergency you guys were oh, both my sous chefs at the yeah. emergency kitchen for a while there. Yeah. So the feeding people that were, were struggling and it was absolutely pleasure and an honor to, to help with something like Absolutely. That. You know, um, so that was that was my my journey. Yeah, much shorter journey, but it means a lot to me, and it, it shows that one thing leads to another. And mm-hmm. this podcast is proof that you know you just if you just have that desire to do something, and you and you have the confidence to walk forward, the things that you need to complete that journey, you can imagine will be brought to you. It, yeah. it will just happen. Yeah, it just is. If you can imagine it. Yeah. then that's it. That's all you need because it's it's going to be paved out for you. You just need to take that plunge. Um, it's probably the closest to spirituality we've ever got. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I think on that note, we yeah. should take a quick break and yeah. then we'll come back. Amazing. Well, it's 200 episodes, I was about to say 200 years then, 200 <laughs> episodes and we've got lots to get through. So we're going to jump straight into it. I'm going to go to you, Darren. Yeah. Standout episode for you. Standout episode. Okay, well, I'm going to take that literally. And um, there was one, the first time that we did an episode where I was without John and I was without... 
uh, a studio, and okay. that was that was the one James and I went to Flavor, um, a festival that uh, happens locally about local food. And John was a participant. John was pr- producing some of that food, so he couldn't be on. Okay. And um, James and I were walking around. I felt like a 1970s reporter because I had literally this strapped on big recording unit <laughs> and, a, and a microphone. <laughs> and I'm walking around and we're in this excess. Uh, the, the grounds where it's held is kind of posh. And I'm walking around looking like I'm literally anachronistically out of sync. I'm in the seventies walking around with this big old fat microphone, just randomly interviewing people. And, uh, and, and nobody's really prepared for it. So I'm catching everyone off guard and getting horrible feed, uh, you know, horrible, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So that was a standout because that was when I was like, my experience after that was, okay, well that wasn't the way we normally do things, but also I need to step up my game and be more prepared uh, as an interviewer uh, for all of this rather yeah. than to just take it. So uh, it, it elevated me. I became a better interviewer after that or, or host. Yeah. Host. Yeah. Yeah. You have to, you have to learn that and just doing it yeah. is the way to learn that most of the time. Yeah, absolutely. So, oh, that was my standout for sure. Um, Mr. John, what do you reckon? Anytime I get to sit down with you two. Aww. is my favorite episode. <laughs> Sorry, yes. No, I, He's so sweet. I love, I actually, I really enjoy, I feel like this is therapy for me in some ways is sitting mm-hmm. down with you guys because I think part of it, we end up chatting for a good half an hour, 45 minutes before we even get into any of our yeah, episodes. Yeah, true. And none yeah. of it is about episodes. We, <laughs> politics, you know, yeah. religion, all that fun stuff. We, we yeah. get out of our systems. And- L- literally every episode, <laughs> just before we press record, it's like, right, guys, we really need to get on with this. <laughs> it truly is. It truly <laughs> like, is. <laughs> we talked about actually going out for beers or something because let's, can we just do that? Yeah. We, we need to actually do that because, because we just, we, we've got a lot to talk about. Yeah, I know. We have to yeah get it yeah. out before we get into the podcast because yeah. we lose half of our momentum because <laughs> yeah. we're all excited. We're like, Will's like, I'm doing this in my life, and Darren's like, Oh my god, I got this happening, and yeah. I'm like, Oh, I did this and this, and yeah. yeah. So it's just yeah. like unloading all of that stuff. Yeah. But you know, maybe we should just record that and give that. No, maybe not. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. No. It's not the family show that we do do here. No. Um, but so, it's yeah. it's a lot of fun, right? Yeah, it is. It is a lot of fun. So, uh, but what's a standout episode then? I have yeah, John. I have a bunch of standout episodes. Like anytime I get to meet someone is a great episode. Um, mm-hmm. One that really changed me was the one we did with the food bank. Yeah, right. Yeah, that was a real. How did that one go? That was just like it's just an eye opener for me. Just the the fact that I realize um, chatting that I have never known what it's like to be hungry. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. And to to know that there's people out there that need a helping hand, and that yeah. um, it's it's up to all of us to feed our community, right? Yeah, like, absolutely. And I feel very honored to have been to have been able to sample everything in this town, right? Like, yeah, I really get to experience food at its best, and there's nothing that brings people together more than food. Right. And yeah. so for me, it kind of just all built this, and I was just looking at this like, wow, how did this? How how is this? Mm-hmm. The struggles this organization has gone through just to put food on people's plates, you know. Yeah. And, and there's no uh, no judgment to who these people are or why they're there, right? Like no. it's just Absolutely. here's food for people. So that yeah. was that was really opening. Yeah. For me, and um, I really yeah. I I really think that's a very very good point because a lot of people can quite legitimately get into 
the reasons for it and and how to get them out of it permanently and all of that. Yeah. And that is a really legitimate thing to talk about. But if you just keep it simple, that person is hungry. Feed yeah. them. Yeah. We're, that, that, we're a civilized society. Yeah. The, and that is somebody that, you know, is part yeah. of our community. Yeah. Feed them. Everyone yeah. deserves yeah. to have a full tummy. Yeah. So that, that's something, John, that I, I really think that's a very good lesson that you yeah, learned. No, that was, yeah. a, that was a great lesson. And you know what? This has gone along the whole way with like all our episodes through, mm-hmm. you know, like I just love the connection of the community in here and how much meeting the entrepreneurs in this town, like, yeah. And, and seeing the growth, like how people have evolved <clears throat> in their businesses in this community. So mm-hmm. that's, that's for me, like, um, I have some great funny ones, just like yeah. I got a couple too, but I want to know yeah. if you had a standout episode. Will, have you had one yet? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, I just I really enjoyed the JP one actually. Yeah, that was, I, that was a bit of a laugh. Yeah, that I was really a did. really really. Uh, yeah, that was a you weren't were you? you weren't I able missed to make that, that one. one. John missed it. Oh, it was the three was, of us, right? So it was our first one that yeah. we just did. Yeah, and now you know, full disclosure, we're all always looking at building chemistry. On air, I think it makes it more interesting for yeah. you, the listener, to have people that are, that genuinely get on well. We all genuinely like each other, yeah. um, and but I think John is the the, the common one between yeah. us. Yeah, for we've sure. got quite different characters, but <laughs> some of my best friends in the world and the people I learn most from and like the most are the people that are a bit different for me. Yeah, and so when we did our episode together, it was a bit like, <laughs> oh, what's chemistry going to be like? Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Um, and I do think uh, afterwards we worked out that we were basically just both the host and both. But <laughs> yeah. really, I, I wanted to just leave you to be the main host and I was your backup right. because you'd had the experience and things like that. But, right, right, right. But so it, it for me, it wasn't, it was JP because it was great to have JP on. Yeah. And it was, he's got such a great voice. <laughs> he's great um, for a laugh too. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's a great laugh and a great guy. Um, but but it was a great show for so many reasons. I was around yeah. the table with friends. I was learning about cocktails. It was a really happy time in my life, which happened to be in the middle of the pandemic. Right. And yeah, and, and for, for that reason entirely, I loved it. Good. So I, I, this is, I'm just kind of chucking this question at you. Sure. I have no preparation for this whatsoever. Yeah. What could be the biggest lesson you've learned across this time? And it can be not one time where you learned one lesson, but overall, yeah, yeah. if you look back to the last 10 years, the last decade of this podcast, what I, lesson I'll, have you learned? I will say something that I've learned, you know, speaking to community. Um, I would say the one thing that I've learned is the majority of people that we've talked to uh, in our community that are producing food, making food, cooking food, um, they have a passion for food and community. Like, uh, I, I don't know. I don't know why I thought it would be a little more, what's the word, jaded? Or I, I thought, you know, some of these people are just in it for the money. Yeah. And and I, I wasn't judging them. I'm like, whatever, everybody needs a career. Some people are just here for a paycheck and some people are... But I found, by and large, as we interview more and more and more people, um, how important food and the pursuit of better food and community and sharing and I, I just there's a there's a sort of an underlying trait that all these people at the top of their game uh, have in common and and I'm really I sort of I'm surprised and not surprised at the same time now I'm surprised that they all share that same yeah. value 
And now I just assume it in people that we it's interview make sense. because, yeah. Well, what is that common trait if you had to define it? I, I wouldn't, I don't know. I, I don't know if I would sum it up as community, but I would definitely sum it up as, um, uh, th yeah, there's just a drive there, you know, that whole sharing food. And I think that that includes us. I think yeah. I don't. I wouldn't say that we're at the top of our game. <laughs> I'm not, not going to elevate us to that status. Oh, speak speak but, for yourself. <laughs> but uh, yeah, there's there's a lot of people out there that are in charge of, of restaurants and and uh, you know oyster farms and agricultural farms and uh, bottling and they all have a trait that we share. You know, where they really want to get out there and help the community and bring better things to the community. So, yeah. Okay. That's what I've learned. Nice. Um, Mr. John, what do you reckon? Biggest, just to confirm, biggest you know, lesson learned. Well, I would say, <clears throat> I don't know if it's lesson, but what I've got the most out of this is friendships. Right. Nice. I realize, like, the people that... It seems like everyone we've done podcasts with, I've known before, or and now I'm, I've get to know them and I've made a real good connection with them. Yeah. And I don't think there's a lot of people, actually there's a lot of people who want to come back. Right. Yeah. right. Like everyone after an episode, they're like, Oh, I thought that would be a lot more difficult. Yeah. If you ever want to talk to me again, I'm totally open. To I know. It. Isn't that the way that's, we get that all the time. Sometimes it's like pulling teeth to get somebody on the show. And then after they're like, Oh, that was easy. Yeah. They're like yeah. super nervous. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, and we're like, look, you can say whatever you want. We can stop. Yeah. Yeah. And then we can delete and we can yeah. re-record. Yet, I don't think we really do that at all. Like, no. very, very rarely. I don't even remember it happening once. Yeah. I'm sure it has, but, you know, it's very rare. More yeah. of the editing is the, I just whacked my head on the table because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say. Yeah. Darren yeah. said, um, er, uh. <laughs> He's always taking those out for me. Yeah. Uh, but I'm, And the thing is, I think we're getting better at it because, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, we don't say it as much. Yeah. So it's, it works out. So... Yeah, that's, I think that's what I've been getting out yeah. of the Edible Valley podcast. And it gives me passion, right? Like it gets me, it gets me energized to go back into the kitchen and it makes me want to learn more about food and it makes yeah. me want to learn more yeah. about yeah. the industry, right? It, it's so easy for us to get stuck in our own little worlds. Yeah. But it really is great to go into other people's worlds. And also what we do in terms of food, look at the wider picture because it really gives you that guidance of where you mm -hmm. are, what you're part of. It gives you that pride. It's just yeah. good for you. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, so do we talk about what's next? Yeah. What, what comes next? I don't know. 200 episodes. Uh, you we know, shut her down. <laughs> yeah, we're done. Right, well, two months on. Surprise! No, <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, I, I'm pretty excited. I got to say, I'm pretty excited about the fact that uh, right around the corner is our legitimate tenth year anniversary. I, not that there was any illegitimacy, but I've sort of offhandedly been saying uh, we've been around for about ten years, and in two months. Will have been around for ten years. I would like yeah. everyone to know that he just realized that today too. When he was <laughs> the episode, he's like, "Oh my god, we're only two months away." <laughs> I did. I only found that out today. John handed me some notes. I'm like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. It's another another party right there. Yeah. Let's so, let's talk about. Did I? Yeah. Sorry, I'm very no. sorry. Uh, yeah. What's next? Well, I I I really want to. 
briefly talk about the numbers. So we've got 200 episodes. Yeah. We've got coming up on 10 years and we've I got 60,000 downloads I know. and rising. Yeah. Which means a lot to us. Yeah, it does. It does. And the majority of those 60,000 downloads came in the last few years. Yeah. Like yeah. We, we sort of picked up steam over the last few years. No one was listening to, to John and Blaine <laughs> in the kitchen. Well, <laughs> on yeah, their I, snowball mic as they were tapping was, it with the fridge in the background. It's, it's actually really funny because like it's a bit of a roller coaster with the years because yeah. there's been years that we've done you know 20 50 episodes and then we've also had a year that we did one episode right yeah uh and but that so, was a very big transitional year for both of us there was a lot going on we were both yeah, yeah. i was opening it was well, anyway, a restaurant yeah, yeah. Da, da, da. that's a really good segue into the future and mm. the the one thing for me that I would like to bring to the party is um, absolute consistency. So yeah. I, I really, lo- I imagine the listener, we do have this empty chair and we imagine the listener being in this mm. empty chair at the moment is Blaine. We miss right. you, Blaine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we have this empty chair. That's the chair of the listener. And we want to be offering something of value because we so appreciate you listening. Yeah. And so that's why we keep the lines of communication open through all of our social channels. But it's about keeping it consistent. So you know, you know, yeah. you know when you're switching on what you're going to get. You know it's going to be as regular as possible for people right. that have. And I got to say, I, we thank you too. I mean, I know this is unprompted or whatever, but we thank you too as coming on as a producer because, you know, you're part of that. Like, that's essentially what you're doing for us, getting us on track, keeping us keeping us on the straight, narrow, not deviating too much, making sure we're putting out regular content. Yeah. And we wouldn't be able to, you know, without you, we wouldn't be able to do that. Keep Keeping us honest. <laughs> yeah. And, I, and actually, there's so much with doing something like this because I, I, I'd like to give that back and thank you guys because... When you're looking at building in that consistency, I, I look at myself as sort of the person that tries to bring or f- harness that banter, yeah. the lighthearted edge, but without you guys bringing the actual thing that people listen to the <laughs> podcast to learn something, to have content, without that, it wouldn't yeah. be anything. And so you have to sort of play with the boundaries a little bit and think yeah. well how much can we rein this in how much is how much uh, kind of information do people listen to right it's tough yeah and so and you know you guys have both worked with that and i yeah. hope brought around a situation where the listener is learning something and is being entertained and i really wish i knew if we'd got that but i guess <laughs> i guess with the downloads being what they are that's yeah. a good sign yeah i agree downloads and yeah people commenting yeah, yeah. going on to our host site podbean which yeah. is podbean has supported us since day one yeah. um they monetize and make right. sure our episodes are all clear so you can download them and yeah signing up with them and uh getting a doing a little review on us or comment or like on apple yeah, going to Apple or Google or any of those or Facebook when we post it on any there. of those yeah. places, just making yeah. a little comment or uh, doing the giving us five stars. <laughs> we'll, we'll take three and a half. I swear, <laughs> whatever you want to put in there for you, we love you, people, for yeah. listening. Yeah, to us. absolutely. Um, yeah, I think that before we wrap this up, we should probably talk about you know what is next. So I'm going to put something out there right away. I would quite like uh, to start replaying old podcasts, maybe mm. once a month yeah. or something like that. So there's an old school podcast going out there. I think yeah. it's really genuinely interesting. Everyone loves a trip down memory lane. 
Sure. And it would just allow us to 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 revisit those great moments. Oh yeah. Uh, everyone loves the time before the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> we can relive it. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Okay. No, that's that's a great idea because we did one episode which I I me and Blaine chatted about our first episode ever which right. we put up just recently. I don't think we counted it as an episode. No, it's not in their episode count. Yeah, yeah, but it was one of those ones where we just sat down and we chatted. Yeah. Chatted about what happened in that episode and it was just wonderful. Like yeah. it was yeah. just neat to see how his life has progressed from that he went from yeah, doing paleo permeal Permi- permaculture permaculture mm-hmm. to uh fletching mm-hmm. so making arrows he makes arrows wow. on, on high yeah, yeah yeah and to moving to a whole different island right yeah. like, so it's just interesting how that progression went for him and to see how my, my, our lives was like i went from atlas to now i'm at local so yeah change restaurants and the, well and there I was a lot in between too a, a pasta shop and an ice cream company yeah. and you yeah know, like i've been i've been busy and yeah. you've been busy darren too as well doing all your things so um yeah we're looking the future i think is gonna be foot good because i'm looking forward to actually maybe putting on a mask and getting out and going and visiting some people Oh yeah, <laughs> like who? Well, I want to talk to uh, the same. I want to get these lists going back to the people that we used to talk to, you know. Yeah. And some new faces and some new people. Like I have a lot of people that I, a lot of farms that I use at locals restaurant, yeah. which is awesome for me. Like mm. I can go in there and, yeah, you know, I keep talking about Jerry Patterson. Yeah. I'm like, I want to talk. He's. I know he's been on our list for a while of people that we want to get on. Every time I. Every time I run into him, I end up having a five, 10 minute conversation with him about something that has nothing to do with right. with my order with him, but just about yeah. the farm and what's happening in the world, you know? And so that's, those are the, those are the people I want to talk to, you know? Yeah. There's yeah. A lot of chefs and yeah, like I, I mean, every time I walk into Darren's house, I'm like, I've got this episode idea. <laughs> like today was like, I want to do the history of restaurants in the Comox Valley. Yeah. Well, that, that came more out of us reminiscing. We were talking about... I have this weirdly acute memory of um, the way this town has been over the last 40 years and all the changes, 45 years and uh, 40 years, I guess. And um, yeah, we were just talking about all the old restaurants that used to exist. And then it was like, well, that, that, there's an episode there. Like, let's talk about the genesis of this valley and the changes that have mm-hmm. happened over the And what time made that we've them good? Here. You know, yeah. how are standards have changed yeah. altered what made them how, good how we measured them the metrics that we measure yeah. everything that, sure. that's it let's do that <laughs> um all right even my progression through the restaurants i've worked in this valley like, yeah it's been really yeah. exciting for me well uh, yeah and um i think the other thing is we're gonna all three of us branch out a little bit yeah we're gonna try something out yeah. i mean i don't know how much what kind of legs it has i don't right. know how long we'll be doing it but we're gonna try not just delivering our Edible Valley podcast, but we're also going to inject some other episodes of our own shows within to the Edible Valley banner. Do you want to start with describing what you're going to I have go around the I have about three or four uh, multi-episodes that are coming up. The first of which uh, I have successfully owned and unsuccessfully owned. I have successfully owned three businesses <laughs> in the food industry, and uh, I'm I'm gonna talk to the, talk about those and the the various challenges and and how I managed to get it to happen, why I'm not no longer in that, uh, but just sort of talk about the business acumen behind um, food, and then I'm gonna follow it up with another series, TBD. 
Um, that's three episodes for me coming up over the next couple of months. What about you, John? Well, I was going to go to Will first. Sure. Thanks, John. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a lot of it is in the look we're giving each other. So for my one, I actually want to focus on a little bit on front of house. My first episode, yeah. I have a friend uh, who I am almost... He's almost convinced to come on the show. Yeah. He's been uh, at his location for 20 years. Yeah. He is one of these people. He's hilarious to work with, but with customers just so deadpan. Sorry, yeah. my voice went a bit funny. Uh, absolutely deadpan, professional down to the core, knowledge to beat no other, but unbelievably funny to work with, yeah. sassy and everything in between. Nice. I, 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 he'll know who I'm talking about. I'm going to get him on my <laughs> first episode. All right. Uh, and for me... Well, I picked up uh, my old textbook mm -hmm. from cooking school and I started flipping through it. Mm -hmm. And then I realized I had at least in the first chapter, 15 episodes Good that God. I wanted to branch into. <laughs> <clears throat> and I wanted to get into talking about what it's like to be a chef. Yeah, that's awesome. Right. And so I want to break it down from the very beginning and I've got... Oh, I don't have my list here, but I want to go through and just, we're going to talk about nutrition. We're going to talk about the brigade system. Mm -hmm. We're going oh, to yeah. talk about the history of restaurants, where they came from. Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to talk about food science. Uh, and we're just going to run through a quick list. And I'm hoping to bring in a bunch of my cooks. So you're saying that you're going to go through all these episodes and impart all this knowledge on the listener. And by the end, there'll be a chef. No. Oh, they are going to, they're basically going to probably be like, this is not for me. <laughs> this, yeah. this sounds really hard. You're too invested. But you're going to walk now. them through becoming a chef. I'm going to walk them through the, the first bit of what to think about when you're, you're wanting to take up on this profession. The things that's that, awesome. that you don't learn. Well, the things you learn doing it for 20 <laughs> <laughs> some odd right. years you know yeah, yeah, like yeah. I, all the I, ancillary parts yeah and so i want to just get that and i want to bring in some young cooks you awesome. know some apprentices some you so know, you can break them down break them down <laughs> and let them learn you know like i was talking to one of my cooks the other day yeah. about the brigade system and she right. was like oh, i didn't realize it was based off the military i'm yeah. like oh my god have i got so much stuff to talk to you about yeah, yeah. so that's that's my goal over the next little bit cool. i'm gonna sort of infuse these in over the the next little bit and um that's awesome go from so there. you know to reiterate to the listener here uh this isn't in lieu of the edible valley this is in we're going to inject these episodes in between epi the edible valley yeah mm -hmm. yeah just skip over if you don't want them yeah, yeah and exactly. then if one of break. if one of us annoy the bejesus out of you just skip our episodes Down. <laughs> <laughs> i know i'm like i'm gonna get the smallest listenership no 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 i will should we the competition no <laughs> every every, every, every episode could be like so i got 300 likes how many did you get <laughs> hey this is a food podcast i've got the least experience on food by far yeah. i'm uh, maybe a few downloads but yeah and, all and of that, you if you do uh, and those episodes, we're going to help each other out. They're not, uh, they're not, we're not isolating each other. We're going to each help you get those episodes. Yeah, out. I think I'm going to explain more of my episode and have yeah. you guys in for the first one. And then cool. we'll start branching out a little bit. And so, awesome. and yeah, so I think it's going to be another full year of exploring the yeah. Comox Valley and Vancouver Island for sure. Our edible valley. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks guys. 200 episodes. This is uh 
I feel like we really accomplished something here. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and thank you for following us and, and listening to us rabble on about whatever gibberish we have to say. <laughs> and yeah. we hope you've learned something and we'd yeah. love to hear from you. If you yeah. have some episodes or you know someone who's has an up and coming business, mm-hmm. we've been a little failure. We failed a few times over the years of we've connected with some people and then not been able to do the podcast. Yeah. So I think this year we're going to be able to really focus on getting those people in. And it's true. We got our, uh, we're using our new studio, which is <laughs> Darren's house, uh, which is a great open spot and yeah. very comfortable for us. So we're looking to have some people over here and showcase Brilliant. everything we have. All righty. Well, thank you so much for listening to the 200th. Oh, I'll say it again. 200th. I know I'm about to say it again. <laughs> episodes of the Edible Valley podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. And we hope we have you along for the next 100 episode, episode as we make our way to 300. For now, my name is William. I am the producer. I am Chef Jonathan Fraser. And I am Darren Howlett. Uh, co-host <laughs> of 200 episodes <laughs> cheers and that wraps up another episode of the edible valley podcast thanks for tuning in and a special thanks goes to the local businesses that help support our podcast they make it possible for us to showcase your local food community We'd love you to follow us on your preferred social media at Edible Valley, where you can check out our blog, find recipes and tips, behind the scenes, and of course, keep a lookout for where we are going to turn up next in your Edible Valley. <laughs> so, what, um, stand out moment. So, stand out moment for you. Yeah, beep, 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 beep. Okay, ready again?